previously on Cheaper by the Dungeon. Well, let's get into this episode. A brief recap on what happened last time. It started with Zippy in Dreamland, found a door which led into another dream place where Normandy was chilling out in a fishing boat. Um, Then they both woke up in the mansion. Normandy went downstairs and started cooking tomato soup in an attempt to, to smooth over the bridge that has been dividing the team. Uh, and it worked for the most part with Darian. And then Zippy, Zippy got all, got all mad. <laughs> and he's like, I need more action. After that, uh, the boys made a plan to go to the, the castle in Orem to try and search for clues, uh, for Culm. Specifically, they were going to talk to Christopher, who delivered the information to Tori. They got there. Uh, Zippy split from the team and went upstairs to the queen's bedroom, pretending to be uh, a sheet maker. And uh, then Darian and Normandy went to go find out more information, which they did. And Yogi, the kind of the the, the royal aide or royal uh, right hand man, uh, gave them basically uh, a bounty for them. Said they'd get three hundred gold, which isn't a lot if they find Comb. And the last thing that happened was uh, Zippy was in the queen's bedroom, and uh, the queen was about to come in, and he used the magical doorknob to make a magic door appear in the wall, and he found a secret entrance to uh, basically a hidden room. And he went in there. Uh, and that's where we ended that one. We're going to start right outside Yogi's office on the second level of the castle. Um, You, Normandy, and Darian are currently with Christopher, and you had just left the room where the sorcerer candidate is now basically having a very heated discussion with Yogi. Uh, Okay, can we we hear the voices? Like, can we distinguish what they're saying? uh, It's muffled. The, the door is pretty soundproof, but like oh. you can hear there's talking, but you can't make out the words unless you're like, zipping when you need him with those big ears. Mm. <laughs> Darian, but before anything else happens, I just get this feeling that this will be on your mind. Do you mind if I hold on to the 150 gold just because I have like literally no money to my name? What do you think? And then we can split it after we get paid, huh? Well, honestly, Normandy, I'm as broke as you are. I literally have zero gold, so I would oh. prefer to split that, but if anything comes up and we need to share, just let me know. Oh, no, I, I didn't realize that. Here, here, here you go. Uh, I mean, can I hand them 75 gold? Yep. Okay, here you go. Great. Tingle, tingle. Christopher, I thank you very much for your service, and uh, now that we have this job, it's uh, it's been a pleasure. Would you mind uh, just uh, escorting us off the floor? Uh, for sure. And again, thank you so much, you guys. Like, saving Comb, it means a lot to me. He's a good guy. Seriously. No matter what Yogi thinks. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I guess, uh, I'll lead you back, and then all of a sudden, somebody comes up from the stairs in the hallway and is like, Hey, hey, Christopher, we need you downstairs real quick. So- somebody's asking for you. Do you mind coming right now? And, uh, Christopher is like, uh, sorry guys, uh, I'll have to go quicker than i thought uh just go down this hall take a right and then the stairs will be right there okay uh take it easy and he leaves Mm. and you're alone in the hallway on the second floor where you're not supposed to be can we um step into a side room where i'm we're sure that it's private Ooh, darian (laughs) uh sure yeah you you go down the hall and you see like on the second floor all the floors are like carpeted too like with this regal kind of detail 
uh, and you follow the rug and, and you're walking, looking down each corridor, seeing if you can find like a kind of a hidden room. Uh, and you find kind of uh, just a secluded part of a hallway. Like it seems like there's low traffic. There's nobody around right now. So you feel like this is probably the best spot. You can't really get into any of the rooms you've tried and they're locked. Okay. <sighs> shit, 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 shit. <sighs> What's wrong? Normandy, I think we're getting in way over our heads. Did you catch what Yogi was dropping in that last conversation? Well, he didn't. He definitely didn't seem thrilled about Calm making it back alive. And it seems that he was talking to that, uh, I forget her name, the sorcerer lady about uh, ascending to the throne. Look, it's not even noon, and we've heard talk of this underground organization, this limbo, multiple times. We come to the castle trying to recover a stolen or a captured heir, and mm. it's basically laughed at. There's mm. something going on here. I've been around enough royal courts to smell a rat, and there's something, there's something rotting. I don't think we're ready to face it. Well, I mean, my first thought goes to we need to find Zippy and make sure he's safe, but shouldn't we at least try to get to the bottom of this thing? I mean, they were talking about uh, getting more information in Limbo. Maybe we should go there. That's what I'm talking about. This... This limbo, I think, is the cause of all this. And if we start poking our noses in, we're we're literally poking our noses into the, the criminal underworld here that has intentionally and confidently stolen an heir to the throne. Look, if there's three family lines, all of which are eligible for the throne. And the candidate for the warrior line has been kidnapped, and nobody seems to care. Does that not strike you as odd? <laughs> and we've now agreed and thrown our names out there to rescue this heir, putting a huge target on our back right now. And then on top of that, like you said, Zippy's now loose in this castle, and we have no idea where he is or what he's getting into. Well, do you know what? The one thing that we know about Zippy is that he's probably safe. He's smart, and and he's with the queen, and the, and the queen is probably safe for now because... She's still in power. No one would try anything to hurt her while she's in her own palace. We have at least a week for her. So if Zippy's near her, then he should be fine. I'm not necessarily concerned about the Queen. I'm concerned about us. We're poking our noses into something bigger than I think we intended. I don't think we're prepared to deal with this. Well, are you suggesting we run? I'm suggesting that I don't know. Look, you and Zippy agreed to a deal with a god that you can't hold up to. And I have no way of making that happen either. And the only way that we could potentially make that happen seems to be opening the door to something much, much worse. And I don't... I don't know where to go with this. Like, I don't think you understand the situation. Like, our lives are on the line now. I have I have this feeling things are going to go bad soon. Well, I mean, if there's nothing that we can do to avoid it, then we might as well just try to face it head-on and be prepared. I mean, if Turi is pissed that we fail, and uh, and uh, Yogi is pissed that we succeed, uh, I'm not really sure what else we can do except try our best to please the god who uh, we've made a deal with. If we're stuck in between a rock and a hard place, I don't really see any other option besides maybe going into hiding or trying to do some reconnaissance and maybe pretend to be someone else or maybe we can talk to Gilbert I'm not sure yeah I believe uh, we're gonna need more info on this limbo 
Because if we find out that the... Do you know what? I don't think there's anything wrong. I don't think we risk anything by going down there and asking if uh, they know anything about where we might start to look. Uh, because the worst that they do is they say we don't know anything. Uh, they say that they don't know anything, and then we just go on our way. Um, or they or they kill us. <laughs> Darren, I'm not sure what you're proposing. Um, there's a child's life on the line. We, we've been asked to save them. Uh, we have to do something. We have to at least go to the breathing chasms ourselves. I don't mind going that route, um, but I don't think it would hurt to go down to Limbo and ask around. I think I think we'll be okay as long as we're just asking questions like regular mercenaries. They'll turn us away if nothing else. Look, I'm not saying do nothing. All I'm saying is I think we need to tread way more lightly than we have been. We're like a bull in a china shop right now, and I feel like we're going to start shaking up things on all sides and start making a lot of enemies really soon. We can go and we can talk to Limbo, but... Again, we need to be we need to choose our words carefully. That's all I'm saying. Do you know what thought I just had? I wonder if Christopher is okay. Isn't it strange that someone was looking for him the exact same time we were? As you are talking, down the hall, you see immediately you're aware because I feel like you're quite sensitive to what's happening around you, making sure no one's hearing. You see at the end of the hallway, about 50 feet away, um is the gray-skinned, black-haired Janasi with the red, uh, like, blindfold over his eyes and nose. Um, and he's just walking and kind of looking aimlessly. I just look over at Darren and I say, I really, really want that blindfold as a bandana. Super bad. <laughs> Gosh. All right, fine. As you say that, he starts walking down the hallway towards you. Oh, man! <laughs> Sick! Um, but he can't see us. Look, remember, we're still in a castle. Don't cause too much trouble. I only throw punches when they throw them first. And I kind of... Like, am I still hidden from sight? Uh, no, like... If anybody was in this hallway, they would be able to see you. Like, you're just out in the open in the hallway. But this is just, a, like, a very... Low traffic hallway. Okay. okay, I say, Hello, friend, can you help us? We're a little bit lost. Uh, we're, we're wondering if you could give us some directions. He stops in his in his, in his his steps, and, and it's like he didn't know you were there. And you just hear, see he's like looking around, just kind of sensing the area. Hello. And then he walks forward a bit more. And as you keep making noise, he keeps coming closer and closer. And... He gets, like, right up in your face, Normandy. And now that you're close, you can tell he smells terrible. And the clothes he's wearing are so, like, ripped and dragged. He's wearing, like, a trench coat, and it's all ripped. I kind of put up a, a hand quietly towards Darian saying, like, don't make a sound. And he just starts talking. He's like, are... are uh, do, do you mind if I ask you a question? I imagine there's two two of you, I think. Uh, no, I, I had a friend, but he just left. All right, well, do you mind if I ask you a question? Are you who I'm looking for? Well, describe who you're looking for. 
well, the thing is, somebody's looking for me, and they would know if they're looking for me, and I'm just trying to look for them. You Why know? would someone be looking for you? Well, that's the way it goes. I don't know why people look for me. They just do, and I appear. That's fate, isn't it? What's your name? My uh, my name? Well, uh, let me let me think. No, I don't have a name. Uh, what name would you give me? Well, I mean, just for flair, I'd call you the Red Bandit Trenchcoat Man. <laughs> do you know what? I could definitely do better. Give me another swing at that. I'd just call you the Red Bandit. That's way better. Red Bandit. I like that. That's a good name. But uh, if you're not the one I'm looking for, then, well... I guess our paths are meant to cross. Can I make an insight check on this individual? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Go for it. Go for it. Ooh, that is a 20 not natural. 19 plus 1, baby. And you're just trying to insight whether he's being truthful or not, or just in general? Just kind of give me an overall, like, vibe of this individual. Like, do I kind of, like, he's being super... Um, existential, and I want to know, like, what, what, like, what am I reading from this guy in this in this whole encounter? I think with insight checks from now on, maybe we should just like, I I don't need to tell you if you think he's existential. You just think that, you know what I mean? Like, okay, well, is there anything that we pick up from him about his intention towards us? Is he malevolent in his intent? I will say, um, he doesn't seem dangerous. He seems just clueless and existential, as Darian was saying, uh, and just kind of spacey. And yeah, basically, all what you've said has been pretty on the point. Uh, but he doesn't seem very dangerous, and he just seems to be wandering. You think maybe he might be insane, honestly. Okay, I say, how long have you been looking for this person? Oh, well... Uh... I don't know if I should go around saying that just willy-nilly. Um, Humor me as a new friend. Friends? Oh. People don't like being friends with me. Um, I know the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you do if you go around calling people Red Bandit terrible, Dave. But I'll take it. What was the question? Who are you looking for? I'll, I'll settle for that. I don't know who I'm looking for. I let fate guide me, and it leads me to who I need to be with. And then we'll see what happens. I could have sworn I was meant to go around this corner, but maybe fate's off today. I think it's no coincidence that we found each other. Mm, You could be right about that. As someone who's just recently joined the conversation... Oh, Oh, there is another one here. I just, uh, just approached. Um, where did you come from? I mean, we all come from somewhere. Well, I think I came from over there. And he just points behind him. And he says, but I could have come from over there. And he points to the right. But, you know, where do any of us come from, really? The stars, maybe? (laughs) I don't know. Tell me. 
If you if you're looking for someone, maybe you could help us find someone. We're looking for a young boy who went missing a few days ago. Um, his name's Calm. He's actually right now he's poised to be one of the people that could become the next king. Have you heard anything about his disappearance? King? Calm? I have zero idea what you're talking about right now. Okay, let's put it the other way. Is there anything that we can help you with right now? If maybe fate didn't bring you to us to help us, maybe fate brought you to us so we can help you with something. Potentially. Uh, you seen, uh, you seen anybody who seems really looking, see anybody who's looking for me? If you knew someone who was looking for me, that would be most helpful. <laughs> I don't know the answer to this puzzle. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I, we, we don't we don't know who you're looking for, friend. Well, or who do you I. are. We don't know who you, who you are. Aren't we all just people walking through the cosmos? You know, we're all people just walking through, being guided by fate to end up where we need to be. Like I'm saying, but I guess. Sometimes these passings are just fate's way of laughing at us, you know, wasting our time. Uh, maybe one day we'll, fate will bring us back together again. But for now, I should get going. Wait, b before we part, give me a name to call you by, just so I can tell people about you. I don't know. I don't have a name. The name's the Red Bandit, I guess. Okay, well, I think you can learn about someone from shaking their hand. Put it there. And I hold my hand up. He's like, oh, put her put her where? I, I'm sorry, I'm not actually looking right now. I can't see through this, this blindfold. Stick it in your hand and I'll, and I'll shake yours. Uh, okay. And he puts his hand out. And I, and I grab it to shake it. Oh, it's warm. And you feel his hand, it's, like, ice cold. Is he, like... Okay, he's either dead or an ice elemental. What the flip? What is a Janassi again? They're, like, an elemental person? Yeah, they're, like, a being who's kind of in tune with certain elements. Ah. <sighs> Hey, Jacob, you got any theories from the background? Because, <laughs> like, if Seth's dropping hints on something, they're going right over my head on this one. I know, same. <laughs> I, the more I don't know about this uh, this this uh, interaction here, the more my responses will be real as it be. So I'm just, I'm, I'm just ignoring everything right now. I'm taking a nap, honestly. <laughs> okay here i got one more thing one more angle before you go red bandit mm. what co what color are your eyes mm. what color are my eyes i've never seen my eyes how do you look at your own eyes with your own eyes you know it's like do i look inwards or outwards but you know i've never actually tried but i, I could try i don't know i don't think i should do that you know Bad things happen when you when you try to take control. Bad things happen when you you go against the stream of faith. You know, it's you you gotta you gotta go with it. So I'll pass. 
what how kind would of looking things? at how would looking at one's own eyes be going against the stream of fate? Well, I'm glad you asked. When you know too much, Darian, what? things go poorly. <laughs> and then he just starts walking away. I look at Darian and I say, You ever feel like something really significant happened in your life, but you just really weren't catching on to what was happening? That, to me, is a bad omen, my friend. As you're, as you're walking, uh, or sorry, as, as he's walking away, you turn to see him. Uh, and you just see he's like raising a hand as he's walking, just kind of like waving to you guys. Uh, and he says, hopefully we'll see each other again down the line. And then he turns the corner and he's gone. Okay, I don't think we should waste time. If it's like what you said, we need to tread lightly and we probably lingered here too long. No, I agree. But the thing is, with Zippy still being lost in this castle, there's not much we can do. We could probably find... I, I would like to find Christopher just to make sure he's safe. Look, let's let's head to the lobby. Let's see if we can catch word of anything. If Zippy's been caught or if things have gone south, we should try and find out. Has Did Christopher get beckoned the same way? No, he got taken a different way than the way he told us to, to leave. Yes, he did. Was he taken downstairs? Um. Yeah, but like a different route. They were going the way of the lobby. The way Christopher was going to bring you back down was going to be in the, the east wing where the offices were originally, where you guys came from. Uh, okay, yeah, maybe we should just take his directions and get out of here. It might not be safe. Yeah, let's sit down to the lobby. All right. <laughs> and nice we go. <laughs> and you're there. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, you guys, okay, you you head that way, and you find the stairs, and you find all your way through the castle, and you're back in the lobby. Just as you're coming out of, like, the east wing, because you went the route you knew, um, you see and hear a huge crowd coming from the courtyard. Um, And you just hear people chanting. They're like, oh, it's him! Oh, man, I'm voting for you, buddy! Bradley! That's the king for me! And everybody's cheering, and you see, like, there's a huge crowd. Everybody, like, the candidates are pretty much celebrities, um, and they're usually not supposed to be just walking in public places, but you see there's just a giant crowd, and people are just, like, kind of chanting, like, Bradley! Bradley! Is Christopher there kind of, like, helping control the crowd? Yeah, you see Christopher on the outskirts, and he's just kind of being one of the many, like... Uh, workers of the palace just being like come on calm down we can't have this here okay okay cool i breathe a sigh of relief because i thought man maybe there's some other hitman or something that's trying to close loose ends you know what i mean i kind of say that to darian i say okay i guess i was over paranoid about someone closing loose ends (sighs) all right yeah i agree especially after learning what we did from a couple of those conversations and the red bandit as as he's now called i I don't know who he is or what like he represents, but it's uh needs a little workshop. Come on, pretty creative, you, got a good trademark to it. I, I mean, feel, instantly we're talking about him. It's it, I think it's going to stick. Like I say it, you think it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's definitely going to stick. That's for sure. Look, proper we, ne- marketing. we need to make a decision. Are are we going to try and 
sneak our way through this castle to try and locate Zippy, or should we hope for the best? I think we're going to expose Zippy. I think he's got a great alibi. We don't... We're going to give him away, and if we expose him as a liar instead of a sheep maker, he's going to get into a lot of trouble. That's a fair point. If we go poking around, we might just alert more people. We should try while he's occupied, um, not occupied, while uh, we can't get to him, I think we should try our best to do uh, as much reconnaissance as we can. I think we go get a weapon, your sword, and then I think we uh, go to Limbo and we ask around. I can even use Disguise Self if we want, um, but it's not like anyone's looking for us, so I think we'll be alright. Looking for us yet, or as far as we know, but... No, I agree. If We might just raise more alarms if we start poking around, so let's head back into the city. Okay. As you guys are moving out of the lobby, you see the crowds moving into the lobby, uh, and it's very difficult to like, kind of like push your way through the crowd, but the crowd eventually stops at the stairs, um, and they won't go up them, and you see out of the crowd emerges Bradley in this incredibly like luxurious white and gold robe, uh, with a very muscular Goliath with like a little hat and a mustache. Um, <laughs> and he's just kind of like guiding him. Uh, and Bradley's just walking up the stairs and he looks sad. Um, and the big guy's just kind of holding his hand. Uh, and the Goliath and Bradley just kind of make their way up the stairs slowly. And everybody's still going like, I'm voting for you. Yeah, Bradley. And they make their way up. And then the crowd kind of dissipates, and you guys are free to move through, and you head to the city. We're going to cut to Zippy now. Ooh. Zippy, you had just used the doorknob to make a, a doorway next uh, to the bed of uh, in the queen's room, and you found a hidden passageway. You go through, and the doorknob appears on the other side as well, and you do you detach it, or do you like leave it a crack open? The queen's just about to come into the room. I detach it. But close right. the, uh, the door's closed, and I detach it from the door. Yeah. Uh, the lines that made the doorway in the wall disappear, and the hinges magically fade away, uh, and it's closed. And you find... Do you have dark vision? I think you do. I do, yeah. Everybody has dark vision. What am I mm-hmm. talking about? Um, you are in this very small kind of hallway. It goes forward for a bit, uh, but then it kind of like stops and you see the actual doorway entrance that is hidden to get into this area from the bedroom. Um, But then other than that, on the other direction, you see stairs that go down. Oh boy, I'm way over my little bunny head. This, This was either the biggest mistake I've ever made or the best decision. We'll never know until I get to the end of this. Um, but I, I hope my friends didn't leave. Uh, I know. <laughs> I know that if anything bad happens, that I can rely on them. He, Normandy did make that tomato soup as a good gesture, and well, I, we did talk about actions being being. Um, very meaningful and it would really mean a lot if he stayed and even if Darian really wanted to go get his sword Uh. (laughs) (laughs) as you're talking to yourself you hear mumblings through the wall because you have very sensitive ears and well good ears um, and you hear the queen just kind of barge in the room and be like where where what are you talking about where's where's the bunny that you were saying was doing my sheets 
where is he? And you just hear the guards be like, uh, or the, the maid servants be like, oh, uh, well, he literally went in there like five <coughs> seconds ago. I don't know what to tell you. And the queen's like, okay, help me search for him. We can't have somebody in my room. And you hear like them rummaging around looking for you. Oh, dear. I best... It, this is very tricky. It, it's probably best that I go covert, covert on this operation here. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put the cloak... I imagine I still have my cloak, right? The Greeters Guild clo- cloak yep. around me. Uh, does it have a hood? Uh, it does, actually. Okay, yeah. I put the, the hood over my head and tuck back the ears... At the same time, I go through my bag and I, I have some fine clothes in there. Uh, I tear the sleeve off of one and I uh, wrap it around my uh, mouth, leaving just my eyes exposed. Okay, so you look less like a bunny and more like just yeah. a little gnome man. Yeah, some, or just dwarf. a small person, yeah. Okay. Uh, and um, I just... I th- but what about your pants? <clears throat> well, I, the the cloak is I imagine the cloak is covering me front and back. I'm kind of holding it, as I imagine. Sure. Okay. Uh, I I hope this will do. If if just in case I get caught, that um that if if I need to meet the queen down the line, uh, she won't recognize me. And also my credibility as a fine uh, um uh, bed sheet washer. I need that job in case things go south. <laughs> Um, I best be going down that hall down there just to explore a bit. Um, this place looks very dark and, uh, a little bit mysterious. Let's have a look. You go down the steps, and with each step, it, like, kind of echoes and down the hallway. Uh, it's very dark. There's no lights. You see places where, like, torches could be put in the walls, like the holders. Right. Um, but there's none in them. Uh, but you make your way down and down, and you go down for a while, and it's, it's kind of tiring, but eventually... After about 10 minutes, you get to this just open square room with a stairway on the left, a stairway on the right, and a stairway in at the on the front end of the wall, like directly opposite of you entering this room. Oh uh, each of those stairways go down. What do you do? Oh, boy, this is like a little maze. Hmm. I will go... Back up the stairs I came from. <laughs> <laughs> and I turn around and go back up. I think I may have missed something up there. <laughs> okay, you go all the way back up. Um, oh boy, my, my legs are so tired. <laughs> <laughs> and you're at the top and you hear them just like trashing the room and they're like, where is he? I, I, I cannot have this. I, I cannot sleep in this room. And the other people are like, we'll find him. We'll find him. Now, paint a picture for me of this top of this staircase here. Because the the wall I came through didn't go to into the staircase. It was in a hall, right? So there must be something um, in this hall for just a staircase, like an empty hall at the top of this staircase. No, yeah, it's a, very, it's a very small hallway that's like just behind basically the wall where the bed was. It's very small and very short. And there's the door on the other end, which is like the secret entrance into the bedroom that you could have used uh, oh, so you... there's a a door that actually goes into this hall from the bedroom. Yes, yeah, it's it's like a secret, like escape kind of. Oh, okay, door. I run down the stairs. 
<laughs> Back down. Just had to double check. Um, Was you there a run door? down the stairs as you realize you might be caught soon. <laughs> Oh. And you're back in the room, and there's the. the I choose the three... left one. <laughs> I go left. <laughs> Sorry, the left the one. Left one. <laughs> yeah. You sure? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, you go down the left one, um, and you make your way down, and it's getting it's getting like just more cobwebby. It, this path seems to have never been used, or, or at least not recently at all. Um, but you make your way down. And you start to hear something. Roll a perception check to see. With advantage because it's your ears. Okay. Those lapines in their ears. Uh, 12. You cannot make out what people are saying, but you hear several voices kind of chatting down there. Um, so there is signs of life happening. Yeah, further down the staircase. Further down the staircase. Is there any light or anything? Coming from... Not yet. Okay. Mm. Before I go down the stairs, I want to use um, a druid craft just to uh, create kind of... Like, so I, I can basically fit like a sensory effect within like a five foot cube. Uh, I, I'm going to put like a light within it. Is that okay? Just to kind of... Uh, just kind of light up the the area I'm in because I imagine it's dark, right? You said it was very mm. dark. Yes, but you can still see clearly with your dark. Vision. I know that, but I want to do this. So you make a little cube of light with your druid craft. Yeah, and sure, I put it in my pocket. All right, you got a little glowing stone in your pocket, basically. Right. Nice. It lights up the area just immediately around you. It's not very useful. Yeah, and and that's a cantrip. That's not a, that's it's a cantrip. It's not a spell. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I slowly keep going down the stairs and keep my perception up because I can hear something. Make a stealth check. Ooh. That was a 10. As you're making your way down, with each step, it still kind of echoes, like I said. So you're going and you hear... Someone down there yell, hey, George, you coming? Is that you coming? Uh, get over here quick and help me move this box. Uh, I'm just getting the last box up from here. Uh, can you give me a second? Jeez, George, did your balls not drop yet? What happened to your voice? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just a little, I'm just a little sick. That's all. Uh, it's, it's so musty up here. Oh, yeah, man. I hate it down here. Anyways, hurry up. Uh, <clears throat> now that I know there's people down there, I use a wild shape to turn into a mouse. And I can do that? Yep. Okay, so I do that. <clears throat> and I continue down the stairs, but... Uh, like a mouse sprint down the stairs. And then at the very, assuming there's a corner at the end of the, assuming there's a bottom of the stairs, like a flat, like area, I turn right if there's an, as there's like a floor. Like a landing? There. Yeah, like a landing. Like, cause there'll be a corner, I imagine, to the stairs. I don't know. I, I keep running down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> so you turn into, uh, 
a mouse. Uh, and you start hopping down the steps slowly. They're kind of big steps for you as a mouse. As you're going, there's still quite a few to go. Uh, the echo carried far. Uh, but as you're going, you actually pick up and sense somebody's coming down the stairs from behind you now as well. <sighs> okay. Um, but you're a rat and you keep making it down probably a little bit quicker now. And you make it to the bottom and it's a well-lit room. There's torches on the walls and there's tons of boxes everywhere. And there's several men. There's about 12 men in this room. Uh, all different races. There's like lizard men. Uh, there's one Goliath. There, There's lots of humans. And they're all just carrying these boxes and like stacking them. Okay, I... Um, I dart behind. Is there like there's a pile of boxes? Yeah, there's, it's like getting stacked slowly, and it's kind of like all over. It's like a little maze here of just okay. stacked boxes. I go it's to very a, I go to a, I go to a cluster of boxes and wondering if I can go within the cluster. If there's space to like move within uh, between boxes, that I'm now inside the cluster of boxes. Yep. Okay. Uh, and it's very tight, but you're in there. Okay. And nice. Uh, I cut <laughs> terrible. Don't say that. <laughs> I okay, wonder if I can possibly chew through a box. Mm, it is wood. <laughs> like they're wooden boxes. I, attempt, luck, I attempt to chew through the box. <laughs> <laughs> um, roll to chew. Uh, I, I don't know what strength, strength, I guess strength with your jaw. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do strength. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but with disadvantage because you're a mouse. You should have been a beaver, man. (laughs) The big beaver runs down (laughs) the Ah, stairs. Ah, these dang castle beavers. They're always running around. Uh, 15. Uh, you break off a little chunk and you kind of hurt your teeth a little. Um, but not enough for me to squeeze you, through. Not enough to squeeze through completely, but you can stick your head in. Uh, what do you see? What do you I see? use wild shape further to turn into a, a spider to go through the hole. Holy How many times? Gosh. How many times can you wild shape a day? Oh yeah, that might be because I already actually yeah you're right because I already used the penguin earlier. Yeah, you wasted it on the performance. I'll give I'll give you the mouse one, but okay. But what's inside the box, man? That's what we want to know. <laughs> what's in the box, dude? You're gonna find flipping Combs corpse in there. Sorry, I'm just looking. Yeah, I'm trying to look myself. Man, I'm I'm wondering uh... if these guys are like just laborers, just like loading supplies for like you know. I can use this feature twice. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Uh, is there any way to? Uh, did, did the the sensory uh, this orb of light? It didn't. Sh- did it shrink down to my size? It kind of dissipated when you uh, turned into the wild shape, like because of the concentration for it. Okay, but I'll, I guess I'll still be able to see in the dark. So, oh, yeah, I stick my head yep. through, and I see attempt to see what's inside the boxes, and you see grapes. You get a face full of grapes when you put your head in. Uh, oh these God. crates are full filled with grapes. Um, but they're kind of odd. They have this weird glow in the center of them, this like swirling glow. Um, so they're kind of like slightly glowing grapes. They don't give off light, but you can see they're kind of weirdly 
have this moving light inside. But they're grapes. Okay. What 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 does the bite mark look for me to put? Like how how does it look? Can I like tear at it with my mouse hands to make the hole bigger? I really want to. Yeah, you get can in that roll box. another strength check to try and like break the box further using the already broken piece okay. you have. That was an eighteen. Which is right. industrial you, mouse. You grab it and like just crank back, and it the box cracks, explodes, and you hear one of the people in the room go, "Hey." Somebody hear that? Uh, is it big enough? And as, oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah, it, you crack it, and it's big enough for you to go in now. Uh, and the grapes, uh, some of them start come like falling out okay. because you're at the bottom of the box. Uh, so they're kind of blocking your path to get in, but it is big enough for you to get in. But grapes keep like kind of pouring out. Okay, I force my, I get in there, and then I use mend on where I just uh, uh, entered. Hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't cast spells in an animal form. Oh, okay. Sorry. You you can change that if you'd like. Um, I realize my mistake in trying to make open this box further, and I dart away <laughs> to another cluster <laughs> of boxes. You hear somebody coming over to investigate the the crack, and now the hearing of like just kind of grapes falling on the floor, um, and you dart out. And one of the, the men, this lizard man, sees you and goes, Oh, it's a mouse. I hate mice. And he's, like, going to try and step on you as you're darting away. Oh, no. Um, I... What's your mouse AC? <laughs> <laughs> I can't continue to run. I can't try and dodge him. With my well, he's going to try and stop on you. He gets a roll to attack. I'm going to use rat stats. Your armor class is 10. He hits. <laughs> As you dart away, uh, this lizard man sees you, and in disgust, he tries to step on you, and he does. He gets you right on your tail, and you take. How much health does a mouse have? Just two damage. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, but How much rats does it have. Really you're gonna. <laughs> rats have one hit point or one d4 <laughs> minus one. Um, we never established your health for the rat when you do it. Do you always roll health when you get into a beast form? Uh, well, dude, don't pick one. You better roll. Yeah. And I know with other animals, it's usually just like a fixed health pool. I don't know. I guess if it gives you both yeah, options, I, know, I, know. I guess Jacob would have the choice. Um, I'm just going to say you have three, so I won't kill you just because I didn't oh, know. You okay. should have to roll. Make him roll for health. Make no, him roll. It'll no. be fun. Okay. Do okay. It. Make roll, roll three for health. Four. So that's going to be two damage, and uh, we didn't have you roll for health for the rat. Uh, we'll just do that. So please roll 1d4 minus 1 for your health pool. I'm sorry, oh I didn't do that before. Oh, boy. Four. Ah! Minus 1, that's 3. Uh, so you're down to 1 health point. You're, you're not doing very well. Um, oh and he stepped on your, your tail, and you can't really move further. What would you like to do? I <coughs> revert to my clo- cloaked self. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Beneath this lizard man's foot, this rat starts to grow and change shape, and he gets, like, he falls on his back because you just shoot up into this form, and, it's, and he stumbles backwards. You are now in the room, fully hooded, with the same makeup, like the bandana around your mouth that you had. Um, and everybody in the room is like, oh! 
What? Uh, wait. Greeter! Everybody! Greeter! And they're all like scrambling, drawing their swords, uh, and they're they're like gonna start charging you. Um <clears throat> I am in quite the predicament. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> um you mentioned there was another exit to this room from the one I came from? Yeah, at the, at the other end. So it's the opposite end from the stairway you came down from. So it's pretty much at the other is end of like the room for you now. And there's is lots there of boxes between well you and there? the... Sorry? Is there a door as well there? Uh, no, there's no door. It's just another staircase. That goes up or down? Down. They're all climbing over these crates to get you right now. Like, there's crates in between okay, you and Okay, then I have time to run there, moving. I imagine. I knock the guy over. I run to the staircase. Alright, you run to the staircase and you're running up. Run like hell, buddy. Hey, I'm a fast rabbit. <laughs> oh, wait, what's his health? This, what, what happens with his mouse health? Uh, he goes back to his uh, zippy health pool. Like, if, oh, okay. if you lose the health pool in the wild beast form, uh, you go back to the original one. So if he okay. took, say, four damage... One of the damage would carry over to his regular yeah. form. Ah, oh, okay, I see. Um, you get to you're moving up the stairs quite quickly, and and you're fast as well. And you hear them like shouting, and you see the light of the torches that they grabbed off the walls fill up the staircase. Uh, make a perception check with advantage for your hearing. <laughs> um, that is a twenty-one. Um, you here clearly that there's people behind you and there's people slowly coming from up there as well they're coming down the staircase and you hear voices being like what's going down on down there what's with all the commotion so but no one can see me right now right uh no one has visual contact on you but there's people coming up the stairs and down the stairs all right i put the doorknob into the wall on my left <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right. You put the doorknob in, and you it, you see the line of the doorway start to appear, and you hastily open it, and you see another wall. This didn't go anywhere. There was just layers of stone. Oh no! Um, so you're trapped. <laughs> Brutal. So you're you see the wall, and you're trapped, and there's people coming down and up okay i close the door take off the doorknob put it in the right wall <laughs> <laughs> what's behind door number two dm please <laughs> <laughs> you, you do the same thing you twist and you open and there is the same thing oh my gosh <laughs> and they're coming closer and closer uh, what would Darian do? Oh, this is getting really hairy. <laughs> um, you have about ten seconds before they come to you. Okay, take off the doorknob. Uh, put it into the floor. <laughs> and I open it. Open the floor. It, uh, it's not big enough. The stairs are too jaggedy. Okay, okay, you can't okay, make okay. a big How door off. How tall is the ceiling? Is this ceiling like, is this like a... Oh, it's pretty tall? Yeah, but you could jump and I guess try. No, 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 no. How tall? <laughs> like, like, 
it's like a ten foot tall ceiling from where ten you're at tall? on the stairs. Can I see the bottom of the stairs? Uh, no, you're like in the middle of the stairway now. It's like a curving stairway, oh, uh, curving and there's light stairway. coming from below. There's people coming. So is there from a middle? What? Is, there like a, is it a winding staircase? Uh, it's not winding. It's it's kind of just like slowly curving. Um, but basically, uh, yeah, you're in the middle. You can't see the bottom. Okay. I. Yeah. Five seconds. I run down the stairs. I keep running. Down or up? Sorry, up. What a stupid castle. Say, say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you go up, and you get faced with a triton, one of those fish beings, and and they have like a uh, their sword drawn as well, and they're like, whoa, what? Who are you? He went that way. Did you not see him? He 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 kept going that way. We're chasing after him. You're not fooling me, Greer. <laughs> I don't even get a perception check. Okay. Sorry, is it what? just one? I mean, uh, is it just one of them? Uh, there's one, yeah. Okay, I'll fight him. Uh, all right, uh, you clash swords. I will get you just to roll the hit very quickly. Okay. How do you want to do it? Uh, <clears throat> I want to, yeah, just use my uh, quarter staff and... Uh, uh, attempt to trip him. Uh, yeah, so roll the hit. That was a 14. You do it. And your quarterstaff, even in this confined kind of staircase, you swing, clip the ankle, and they fall. Uh, and they're kind of tripped. Okay. Uh, are you gonna just move past, or? No, I, uh, use, uh, the spell jump, and, uh, so what I'm gonna do is I am gonna jump on his on his head with a normal jump, and then I'm gonna use the spell jump to amplify my legs to force him like further down the stairs, like push him <laughs> with the propelling of my legs. Okay, okay. Uh, roll the dex check because of the um, the legs, yeah. the Philippine stuff. That was a twenty-two. All right, Damn. you hop over this guy who's on the floor uh, and you line up your legs and shoot him like a ball and he just goes flying down. You see the people that are turning the corner now, they're coming up the stairs and they say like, what, what, George, what are you doing? And they get slammed and they all fall over and you buy yourself a little bit of time. Uh, I keep running up the stairs. You run up the stairs and it's a little bit ways to go and then you get to the top and you just see... Aloxodon, uh, the elephant creatures that you saw oh in episode God. one at the raid, what? and they're just standing in the. They can't really make it through the doorway, but he's like peering through, and his hands on the top, and he's slowly cracking the stone with his hand, um, and he just looks at you, and and he's clearly not happy. At the top of the stairs, am I at the top, at the of, the top of the stairs? No, you're like just you're like ten steps down from the exit to the original room with the three stairways. He's coming at you. Well, he's like slowly making his way through and like cracking the stone. Slowly, huh? Yeah. Well, I'm pretty fast. <laughs> <laughs> the door is pretty much blocked. Like you can't get through. He's like taking up the whole space. Mm. <laughs> Okay. 
I am so screwed. <laughs> the people from below are starting to come up as well. What? They're, How are they not knocked out from that? <laughs> they're not knocked out. There. They pick themselves up and they're coming. Okay. Is he? There's no way his whole body is covering. It's a small doorway, and it's an elephant creature. He's big. There must be some space somewhere around his body. Man, Either between F, his man. legs or around his head. Maybe until he gets through the, <laughs> through the stairway. Yeah, maybe then. He's coming. Oh you got any shit. trick? I'll give you one more before he does something. Uh, I wait for him to get through this... I wait for him to get through the, the the stairway. He comes through the stairway, and because you're waiting, he lunges at you to grab you with his big elephant hand. I attempt to dodge and go around him while he's doing this. Please make a dex check. Come on, buddy. <laughs> Say it. It's five. Oh, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> the Loxanon grabs you in his hand and raises you up. And, and you're constrained. Only your head is popping out the top. And the heavy breath from his mouth is just hitting you. And a fist is raised. And he just bops you on the head real quick like a whack-a-mole. And Zippy's knocked out. Wow. And we're going to take a break there. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the mid-roll section. It's basically like halftime, but for podcasts. Uh, I'm Adam. I play Norman D, as I'm sure a lot of you know anyways. First, we want to say that we hope you had great holidays, Merry Christmases, and we hope that your new year is going off, is kicking off with a great, great start. We're just going to dive right in. So our sponsor for this week is The Mighty Ones. They're another D&D podcast. They're brand new, and you can follow them on simplecast.com. I have a bit of copy prepared for them. <clears throat> I'll, uh, I'll read it out for you in my deep voice. Dive deep into the world of the Mighty Ones and follow the adventures of Lila, Widen, Norlegia, and Salvador. Get ready to embark on a journey of life, laughter, and love. What do you guys think? Anyways, um, actually, it won't take you long to realize why they're called the Mighty Ones. It's because they roll a lot of ones, like a lot of them. It's kind of bizarre. You can find them on simplecast.com. They're brand new. You should totally check them out. The only other announcement that we have for you guys is the only other thing that we want you guys to have on your mind for the rest of the week, and it is leaving us a positive review on iTunes. All we want you to do this week, if you love Cheaper by the Dungeon and you can't wait to get your bi-weekly fix, showing support is as easy as going on iTunes, searching Cheaper by the Dungeon, and leaving a review. Preferably the five-star. Those are the best ones. <laughs> um, Seth has been dropping hints for us down the line about what's going to happen next, and we cannot wait to share it with you guys. Anyways, let's dive right back in. And we're cutting back to Darien and Normandy, who are now in the center square of Orem. 
um, with all the shops on the outskirts. What would you guys like to do? You said you were making your way to Two Balls Anvil for the sword? What's the weather like? Yeah. <laughs> the weather is slightly cloudy, with maybe a 30% chance of rain. Okay, I kind of stretch and I go like, you know, despite you know all the craze, I'm kind of having a great day. I'm confident Zippy is having a great time talking with the queen, getting lots of information. I feel really good about this. Yeah, I. you know what? You're probably right. Maybe I was overreacting in the castle a little bit. Maybe things will be okay. Yeah, Zippy's smart. He makes calculated decisions. He weighs all the outcomes evenly. I'm sure he'll be fine. You know, he, he's gotten out of tight spots before. Yeah, you're right. Listen, Darian, before we do anything else, I kind of want to ask you a favor when we're going to the, the two-ball uh, blacksmith place. Sure. Um, listen, you're, you're a really good negotiator. It's a skill that I envy, that I wish I had. Um, and you seem to have great sway with him. I know that I'm, I've been a liability to the team because I'm so squishy. It's because I only have this really lousy armor. And I'm wondering, would you try talking to Ivan and seeing if you can get, um, on loan or something, some studded leather or some kind of better leather for me, some better armor so that, uh, I'm not such a liability to the team. I really want to pull my own weight, but I, I can't afford it right now, and I don't think I'd be able to persuade him. But you seem to have a way with words with him. Uh, we can definitely try and give it a shot. I mean, we have a little bit of gold here that we might be able to use, but... I touch Darren uh, on the shoulder and I say, I believe in you, my friend, to persuade Ivan to save the money that we might spend. And I, ca- I give him an inspiration point. Damn. You got that. <laughs> you I get an inspiration point. <laughs> inspired. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go then. All right, you make your way, uh, and you are now at Two Balls Anvil, the little the little shop. Um, you make your way in, and there's the counter that you've seen before, um, and actually Two Balls at the counter, uh, and he's just kind of like filling out some paperwork, and he's and he hears you guys go in. The bell kind of jingles, and he's like, "Oh, hello." Uh, Darian, good to see you again. Ah, oh, hello, my friend. Um, I've come here to pick up my blade. Ah, yes. I stand at the back and let him do his thing. Ah, yes, I uh, suppose you want that back now. I guess the day's up. Or the time we agreed on is up, I suppose. Uh, here you go. And he reaches under the counter and he places it. Uh, and you can see it's actually been cleaned and a little bit sharpened. Uh, and he's just like, yeah, it's, it's something else. I've, I've, I had a pleasure. Thank you for letting me, you know, play around with it. I, I, I actually really appreciate the, what, what did you say this was made of? Uh, Mechanos, uh, parts, actually. Yes, I think, you know, very interesting metal. Um, anyways, here you go. And you get your sword back. Woo. <laughs> but no, but no gems, right? Actually, um, also, I'm glad you're here. Uh, we've been working on the gem. Uh, and it's been taking a a little longer than well we thought, but uh, I think it's just because we're a little worried um, that it might be a little unstable when it's in the the form that you want it. Uh, but if you give us the go ahead, uh, we could maybe get it done tonight. It's kind of high risk. Uh, we're not sure if we can actually encapsulate it in the in the the gem you need. But uh, we have, well, Blue came up with a method, and if we do it, we might be able to get it to you much, much sooner. Is there any extra cost to that? 
No, no, no. Just... We just don't want to ruin your materials without you knowing. Interesting. Um, so this is a question due to DM Seth. Um, is So is there like a risk if I, if I get, get them to go ahead and do this? Like an actual potential risk? You don't know. Mm. <laughs> That's wow. why I'm asking you. <laughs> He's saying there is. <sighs> I guess he can't really know. So taking the extra day really makes no difference. There's no guarantee you'll get it if we take longer, yeah. All right. Well, if, uh, if the risk is the same, do what needs to be done. You got it. But I will say this. If something does go wrong, I expect there to be no charge. That's fair. Normandy gets tingles. Because that's if we end up losing... I'm, I am a prideful smith, and I would not take money from someone who I did a terrible job for, so I will not charge you if it breaks. Come back here tonight, and it'll be ready. And just to confirm, this is a risk on the soul itself, not the whole mechanism that I've constructed at this point. Yes, just just the gem in the soul. All right. Okay. Yes, well, do what needs to be done. I mean, you're the best smith in all of Orem, is what I've been told, so I've got at least some measure of faith in your ability. So uh, I'll be back uh, later tonight, then. Sounds good. All right. Anything else you'd like to buy while you're here? Yes, I do have a, potentially one other request. Um, I'm wondering if you have any kind of a studded leather of some kind that may be available? Uh, yes, actually, we have tons. Uh, about 75 gold a pop. Do you want to make it uh, 65 for your uh, old friend Darian? Persuasion check. You bartering bastards. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm definitely going to use the inspiration on that. Um, uh -oh. That's just an extra 1d6, correct? Yeah. Yep. Okay, not bad. Uh, it's a good thing you gave me that inspiration. Uh, that still ends up only being a 12, though. Ooh, ouch! Yeah, it did not How about well. we keep it at 20... Or, not 25. I'll take that deal. I'll take it at the 25. No, 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 no. 75, 75. Uh I have to make a living. I have to feed my family. No, that's fair. And you've already given me a a fairly good deal on that sword, so I understand. So, sure. And I uh, toss the 75 gold on the counter. You got it. And he tosses you studded leather armor. All right. Well, we'll be back later this evening. I appreciate your work on this job. And I turn around and start walking towards the door. And as I do, I toss the armor to Normandy and then walk out. All right. I've you have studded leather armor now, Normandy. I put it on and I say, I mean, I would have appreciated it if you passed it to me after we left the store, but, man, what a cheapskate that guy is, huh? You, I saw that you, you did your best. I, you know, thank you, Darian. I can hear you still. Well, stop eavesdropping, you cheapskate! All right, all right. He's not super wrong. You are pretty frugal, but that's all right. Oh, I respect bro, bro, that. It's a business. I use thaumaturgy and make foghorns go all around me. Bro, 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 bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you do that, and everybody right. is not impressed. <laughs> Theory might be. All right, so I've been thinking about it, but you're right. Uh, the circumstances we're already in are risky as, as they're going to be anyway. There's no pulling the ripcord on this one. So at this point, we need to find a contact for Limbo or some way of getting in contact with them. Uh, people get pretty loose-lipped around pubs. So, uh, why don't we go hit up one nearby? Sure. 
Um, so All we right. start looking around for uh, a nearby, uh, actually kind of like lower end, maybe more like a dive kind of pub. Uh, you so want to go back to Poor Decisions where you got drunk? No. no? <laughs> <laughs> I will get in a lot of trouble at that one. Any Another kind of like divey one that, you know, maybe some more rougher individuals uh, may hang out at. All right. And uh, just a heads up, there's about mm, three hours now uh it's until the until you have to meet with Turi oh, at the speakeasy speak okay. speak. Mm. You guys look around for a bit, taking some time, and then uh, you finally find this place called Pub G. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I didn't know about this place. Kind of unknown. But it's yeah, it's kind of like a dive bar, kind of lower class. I wonder what the G stands for. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, well, we step inside and uh, assess the situation. You go in, and it's just a pub. Uh, just some sketchy-looking individuals inside. Lots of just wooden tables. Just cheap drinks and just sad, drunk afternoon men. I kind of nudge Darian just quietly, and I say, Are you going to be okay in here? <laughs> I think I'll be all right for the time being. All right. Um, all right, so I uh, step up to... Actually, one... Normandy, actually, can you uh, pass me uh, ten gold? Uh, yeah, actually, I think these are yours, really. I hand them over. All right. Um, I walk up to the bartender. Well, hello there, good sir. Hello. I, uh, How are you doing? And it's just this sketchy-looking guy with scruffy, like, he has a very patchy beard. I'm uh, looking for a bit of information on some... Potentially unfavorable people, depending on who you're asking. And I'm just wondering if you might know someone who might be interested in helping. And I'd slide two pieces of gold across the counter. <laughs> yeah. Um, he takes them and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, but <laughs> I appreciate the tip. I thought I laid that on fairly thick, so at that point I'll be more direct I'm looking for somebody who's got information on maybe not necessarily legal business that's happening in the city. Oh, oh, the money was... For, oh, oh, I thought that was a tip. I, I didn't realize you were doing one of those. <laughs> yeah, um, sure, let's call it that. Yeah, uh, illegal stuff? Uh, I don't know. I, I hear things. What do you want to know? Uh, let's just say if someone was uh, looking... To get in contact with a certain suspended organization, how would they go about doing that? Hmm. Probably find their headquarters or ask a member. Good or... God, man! All right, where's Limbo? Oh, oh, <laughs> Limbo! Uh, yikes! Uh, I don't know. Can I insight check this guy? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh. Fourteen. Is he lying to us? Uh, no, he seems legit. I kind of, I kind of look at Darren. and I say, "This guy's wasting our time. He doesn't know anything." Fine. Do you know anybody who might know something about it? Then, mm, maybe, maybe that guy with the frying pan. The and there's a guy holding a frying pan, just sitting at a table. Is there anything in the frying pan? Nah, it's just a frying pan. Nice. Cast iron or what? Uh, no. <laughs> it's 
yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, maybe it is Kaiser. I check it out. Um, but it's just a human, and he just looks, he's just a regular guy uh, on, the, I, on the frying pan. I walk over. Uh, so why the frying pan? <laughs> I wish somebody would ask me that. I beat a man to death with a some one day back in the war. The war? Yeah, hmm. the war. Which war? The war of my marriage. It was a terrible <laughs> war. Oh. Both sides lost many casualties, and I don't get custody of my kids. Oh, I'm... Because of the frying pan incident. I'm very sorry to hear that. Look, um... If I was to look at, uh... Trying to meet with a certain organization... Would you happen to be affiliated with them? No, mm, uh, the Greeters Guild, I got no connection Does to Does the name Limbo mean anything to you? Oh, Limbo. I, uh, I don't know much about them. Can I inside check that? <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, that's a 12. Um, this guy also seems to be telling the truth. Hmm. I can, can, sorry, I just want to make a perception check around the bar to see if anybody's taken notice of our questions. <clears throat> uh, there's some people kind of looking at you just just because you're in a Ladrin, but nobody seems to be caring that you're asking about Limbo. <sighs> I walk back to Normandy. Um, I don't know if there's uh, many other leads in here. Normally taverns are the place where Loose-lipped individuals like to talk, but apparently nobody likes to say shit in Orem. Do you know what? I was, uh, I should have brought this up earlier now that we mention it, but I was, I did use, um, some magic to read Gilbert's thoughts this morning, and he knows where Limbo is. We could ask him, but I think he's back at the mansion. You're right, or he's trying to get his own information at this point anyway, and we're... Running short on time and running short on light. So our meeting was with Turi soon. So I'm not sure what else we can go. We can try poking around a little bit more and see if we can come across any other leads. But we still haven't seen Zippy come back from the castle yet either. Do you know what? I kind of I kind of think that the man with the frying pan might actually know something. I think he's he's just pretty convincing. Let me let me try one more time. Give it a shot. Uh, do you want to come with me for? In- the intimidation factor? <laughs> sure. Okay, sweet. You know, you just got such a commanding... I'll stop. Okay, let's go. So, kind of walk up to this guy and I say, What's your name? Hmm? My name? Yeah, you. Hi. Lyle. Lyle. We- I owe someone money in limbo. I need to get there. Can you... Okay. <laughs> this- there might be coin in it for you if you can take me. Okay. So take me there. Take you where? To Limbo. I don't know where Limbo is. Do you know someone who does? Uh, no. I, I thinking, thinking. No, I. They're pretty secretive. I don't know much about Limbo, or where it is, or people who know about it. All right. Well, tell me this. Where is? The place in town where nobody would dare to go. Uh, maybe 
The castle? I don't think it'd be fun there. <sighs> Damn it. I'm gonna go for it. Lyle, what are you not telling us? And I used to tech thoughts. My last one. Your last one? Yeah. Uh, you read his thoughts, and he's just like, oh, man, I'm going to cook some bacon in this pan. No. <laughs> no! <laughs> and that's all he's not thinking about. I turn to Darren and I say, this man lo- knows literally nothing useful to us. <laughs> what a waste of a spell slot. This is the worst bar in town. Look, we can't spend any more time here. Let's keep moving. All right. Okay, so, Seth, you said we had a couple hours in town. Before our meeting, so can we take like an hour to kind of like poke our heads around, maybe try and have some strike up some conversation, and maybe make some kind of like investigation check to see if we can get any kind of leads on Limbo. Yep, I'll say until from now until the time you go to the Speakeasy Speak Speak uh, to meet Turi, uh, you can roll an investigation check to see if you find anything. Both of us. Yep. Plus insight or investigation? Investigation. Modified 20. Uh, 14. My investigation is minus one. So it was 15 minus one. <laughs> With the, the modified 20, uh, asking around, you're picking up bits and pieces. You, can fi- you found out that through just conversation and some clever detective work, uh, that Limbo has been around for a while. Um, they were never really much of a threat, and they used to be just kind of like, you know, a childhood kind of little gang, but then they kind of turned into a criminal organization. Um, nobody knows where they are or, or, you know, where to meet or find them, uh, through all your investigation. What? Okay. All right. Look, Norman, we're in a pretty crappy spot. Zippy still doesn't come back from the castle. We need to meet Tori now and we need to have a plan. Uh, Okay, so what do you well, think? Well, there's two options that I see. None of them are very good, but I'll run them by you. The first one is that one of us goes to meet Turi, and the other one goes and tries to find where Zippy is, because you're right, it's been too long, I'm starting to worry. Or two, option two, is we both go to meet with Turi, or option three, we both go back, option three, surprise you, option three, go and find Zippy. Wow, we can't skip out on this meeting with Turi. I feel like that's going to look even worse in our current circumstance. Look, I don't know if it necessarily has to be a long meeting with Turi, but he just wants a plan. And yeah. like I said, we can't stand him up, so... Um, Seth, we didn't happen to come across Blackjack or Yogurt during those couple hours, no. did we? You d- you didn't uh, cross paths with them. You know what, Darian? He's going to be fine. It's it's Zippy Westboro we're talking about. He's from the Bramble Patch. You know? He's, he's crafty. Know. I know, but he's also got the strongest relationship with Turi right now in terms of convincing. But all right, let's go to the meeting. All right, so you make your way through the streets of Orem to the designated spot, which is kind of a, an upper-class bar, um, and it's it's like a whiskey bar, and it's called the Speakeasy Speak Speak. You enter through, the door jingles, and it's empty. Um, and you just see uh, a bartender lady just cleaning some glasses. How attractive is she? Um, dice roll. Uh, about a fourteen <laughs> out of twenty. That, that's that's always how I'm going to determine that. 
Okay, uh, I definitely 14 don't. out of 20. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, excuse me, miss. Uh, we have a reservation for the back room. Ha- ha- hello. Hi. Uh, oh, you must be uh, uh, the, the special re- reservation people, right? Uh, that's correct. Uh, I-, I-, I was told there would be uh, th- three of you. Uh, yes, our uh, third compatriot is just getting some other supplies together. Uh, he may or may not be joining us, depending on if he gets held up. I see. Uh, well, make your way to the back, and, and I'll bring drinks shortly. Thank you. You guys make your way back. This this whole place, it's like very fine. Uh, it's like glass countertops, just really uh, nice chairs and tables and everything, and the carpet's beautiful. And there's like these draping purple, uh, like just cloth that's blocking this doorway to the private room. You part them as you make your way in, and there's just a circular table, and you see uh, a cloaked figure at the other end, uh, and you make out that their face is indeed Carol slash Tori. And they speak up and say, Oh, good. Uh, you made it. I had my doubts. I didn't. I, I knew they would show up, Carol. <laughs> uh, when you make a deal, you make a deal. That's the way, you know? You gotta be- Shut up. Shut up. Sit down. I sit. As do I. Where's... Where's the little guy? Zippy's just getting a few other supplies together and getting a last little bit of information uh, surrounding our plan. He might not be able to join us this evening. Suspicious, but... If you say so, you say so. Anyways... This is a quick turnaround on a meeting. So... Well, yeah, I guess. But anyways, I did it. I postponed the election for a week without well it was tough and people are after me right now so i have to stay low i'm gonna stay hidden uh until well you get comb back um by the way what's the plan let's cut to it so upon some initial investigating we found that the likely uh, culprit for this whole endeavor is the organization limbo are you familiar with them yeah no duh of course i know I kind of assumed they took him. Well, that tip-off would have been nice a little bit earlier. <laughs> would have saved us a lot of le- legwork. Well, I just assumed you thought the same. Well, communication, you know, we just need to work on it. That's the reality of new teams. Um, that's a common thread. We seem to have a location as to the direction they would have taken Colm, heading towards the breathing chasm. We have a few other feelers currently out in the city, trying to zero in on some other information. Uh, some eyes and ears currently uh, with the nobles and some other on the low end. Once we have uh, a little more information in the next day or so, we'll be prepping our final supplies and heading out in that direction where we're going to recover comb. It's not bad. I think you may be able to do it. <sighs> All right. Anything else of note that's happened since we last met? Although you may have already assumed that Limbo is responsible for this, there may be something more going on behind the scenes. In some of our investigation uh, in some areas, it seemed almost like a joke in a way that Comb has gone missing. Very unconcerned individuals in the noble realm, which seems quite odd considering that he's a candidate for a family line. So I have some concerns that there's something bigger going on behind the scenes. Well, if you knew Comb, you'd know he's a goody-two-shoes. And I guess in politics, people don't like that type. Um, But uh, 
Yeah, that makes sense. It was quite disturbing how you what's his name? Um Yogi um seemed to be in cahoots with the sorcerer line. It's it seemed like they were almost working together. Wait, what? Does, wait. Farron? Farron is yes, in on it? That's the one. Oh, Whoa. Oh that whore. Ooh, well, oh, I knew. We it. don't know her profession. Yeah, don't. Before we jump too much to conclusions, we were having a conversation with Yogi about the whole circumstance, and Farron barged in, talking to him rather directly and casually, like there was some previously understood agreement that had been gone back on by you changing the election timeline, and she was not very yeah, pleased I bet about that. That threw a wrench in her plans. If she if she set this whole thing up. I don't care for Colm or his life or whatever, but, you know, maybe actually this is a half-glass-full situation where, you know, upon Colm's glorious return, you guys will be able to make him have more, maybe, weight behind his religious views, if you know what I mean. That's kind of the main key of this agreement, don't... No, that's that's I'm, totally I'm right, aware. Tori. You know, we we haven't wavered in that. You're talking to Carol right now. Oh, sorry, Not... Carol. Hi. Uh, no, of course, we haven't wavered in that regard. Um, we just thought you'd want to know that kind of information because um, it may it may make things difficult for you in the future. So I I know that if we uh, we would want to know if we were in your shoes. Um, the only other thing that we'll need is. Um, a little bit more information before moving forward and a, a little bit more funding uh, for some more f- supplies before we go into the breathing chasms. That's the only things we need before we can get started. In terms of funding, the only thing I got is this here gold that Mr. Greenskin asked for. And he drops the 3250 I'm terribly sorry, but we're going to need another 700 Uh... Why didn't you say that earlier? I, I can't just make money up here. I told you that. I know. Uh, we really apologize. We had some unforeseen expenses. Going into the breathing chasms Chasms is going to be a difficult venture, and we're going to need the proper supplies to make sure that we're all uh, at the top By of the way, our game. Well, Adam, well, uh, sorry, while Normandy is explaining that, Darian has taken the gold off of the <laughs> table. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> just to um, be clear, it's no longer in arm's reach. Uh, Carol says... Well, how about first we meet here again in two days and make sure the rabbit's here as well. And uh, and then if you produce results, you'll get your 700. I'll need 350 up front. No. I can't roll a persuasion check on you or anything like that. <laughs> I've given you guys... I'm, I'm not as much of a pushover as Tori. Well, we appreciate um, the willingness to discuss the other funds for this endeavor. As we agreed and as you requested, we'll look at producing more results over the next couple days and have more of a, a finite plan and see if we can have more information on specifically whom within Limbo might be a specific target. And we will look at having Zippy with us on the next meeting. Just one more question, Tori, and, and Carol, sorry. Carol? Yep, Carol. Uh, this might be a question for Tori, because he seems to have a little bit of knowledge about things that are not happening where he is. Um, question for me? <laughs> hi, Tori. Pleasure to see you. Hey! Love, <laughs> I love the stick that you got me. It's great. See, I, I still got it. Um, you got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, we actually, uh, you know, Zippy is doing running so many errands, it would just really help us. Uh, if you could, would you happen to know where he is so we can track him down faster? Mm. 
Do I know where Izippy is? I'm not a magician. I don't just I don't don't know where people are. Um, no, I cannot just naturally detect where uh, your friend is. Sorry. What about something that you've touched? You signed his blanket. Uh, that was just a signature with a pen. <laughs> there wasn't anything special about that ink, buddy. Okay, I... and then my sorry, Darian. I know I'm holding us up. One last question, and you don't have to answer it right away. But I want you to think on this answer. Do you recognize the symbol on this medallion? And I pull the medallion out of from my shirt. Okay. And I show it to him. And I look at his face very carefully for a reaction. Carol slash Terry grabs it out of your hands, stares at it, and a smile goes across his face. He's like, man, I didn't know you were into this kind of stuff, Normandy. Jeez, you're dark. Uh, yeah, I know what it is. It's the Demon King symbol. Lord of the Deep, they call him. What's his name? Hmm? What's his name? Yes. Isn't he his a name? Isn't he a deity of some sort? Yeah. Well, not quite. Uh, lower tier, maybe. Not not quite as high as his gods. Uh, either way, his name is Royce. Royce. Okay. Thank you very much. No worries. And he tosses the amulet back, and the amulet kind of slowly moves towards you as well because of the minor enchantment. Oh yeah. <laughs> One last thing, Carol and Turi. Uh I know you occasionally walk in the divine realms and possibly cross paths with other deities. If you hear any, forgive me, I'm not familiar with it, any uh, celestial gossip from any other cultic worshippers or anything that may even partially cross over into this whole endeavor, please let us know. You got it, buddy. I'll keep my ears and eyes wide open. And the eyes and ears go big uh, <laughs> and then shrink down. And Carol's just like, don't ever do that again with my body. So two days, we'll meet back here. Agreed. Sounds good. By the way, six days left till, you know, election. Just reminder. Farewell, Tori. All right. See ya. See ya. And you guys leave. Uh, it's now dark outside. Um, Ooh, I love the dark. Still no zippy. All right. Look, Normandy, this is starting to get to a concerning point. Let's quickly pit stop by the blacksmith shop and let's head back to the castle. Fine. Yeah, let's go. All right. You head back to Two Balls. Uh, you go in and Two Balls there, or Ivan's there. And uh, he says, oh, Darian, um, I don't know how to say this. Good. Archfey, help me. But it worked! <laughs> he has the gem. The gem is safe. Uh, and it's this small gem, and it has this white flame that's inside. Just a small white flame. Um, and, uh, yeah, he says, here's the gem. It, I, We pulled it off. Uh, but first, you know, uh, 3250. Yes, of course. And I take out that uh, big bag of gold I just got from Turi and Carol, and I drop it on the counter. Hey, thank you. Here's your gem. Th- and, the, and the dial. It's a pleasure working with you. Hopefully you'll come back again. If, uh, if this gem works out in the way that I hope it should, I'm sure we'll have some more deals in the future. Sounds good. Uh, anyways, I'm closing up shop, so take it easy, you two. Have a good night. Uh, Alright, uh, I want to kind of pop the dial and everything back together in my blade uh 
And there should be, there's multiple slots in the dial, so I have both gems currently loaded into it. I put it in, and you see me just kind of spin it to make sure that everything is still working, and you see the blades kind of shift and slide a little bit along it in this kind of like layered blade pattern. And everything kind of, you know, I'm doing a little assessment. It seems to be working. And after doing that, you see it all locked back together. And I twirl it and I sheath it back on my back. All right. You do that. All right. We need to... We should look at meeting Gilbert. Oh, we're not to meet Gilbert in the city. Damn it. You know what? We we got to look for Zippy first. I mean, it's, it's dark out now. Yeah, you're right. And oh, the way things are falling now, we... We don't have time to find Gilbert and get the gold and go back. Our only shot is just to go back to the castle. All right. Let's go find him. And we head back to the castle. As you guys leave the shop, the bell dings, and you walk out into the square. Um, and you just hear immediately from your left, Oh, oh, oh Darian! Oh, man! Oh, Normandy! Oh, man, we, we got something good, but we're also in a really bad situation! Yeah, really bad, boys! Boys, it, it, this might be the baddest we've ever done. But we uh, did what you asked! We got some limbo stuff for you! What's going on? Ooh. <laughs> oh, you're gonna like this. Uh, in terms of organization, we got you a member. Check him out! And they put over this potato sack, and you see a gagged barrel. Um... <gasps> From the gnome, from <laughs> or the dwarf, sorry, from the first episode. I punch him in the face. You do so, and it hurts. And he takes, I'm just going to say right now, he takes two damage <laughs> just from the punch. Keep it going. Um, you betrayed us. You just hear, and Blackjack's like, yeah, uh, we accidentally kind of, uh, well, we were sneaking around, doing some thieving. Not the time for the whole story. We just got to run. People are chasing us. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, bad man, we gotta go! Let's, Let's go. go! Oh, son of a... And Blackjack and Yogurt start running back to the direction of the stables, where you guys got, like, like where you put your horses. Okay, yeah, I follow. Blackjack and Yogurt, get him back to the estate. Get out of the city and make sure nobody follows you. Norman, we need to find Zippy. Um, uh, Darian, I think we're gonna need your help to do that. Uh, we, this is gonna be bad. Uh, we got... I'd say 30 seconds. Ugh, damn it, fine. And I run with them. You run with them, and you're running down the streets, and you don't see anybody chasing you, but Blackjack and Yogurt are very, like, sure that people are chasing them, and they keep running, and you see the horses, Tea Leaf, Denmark, and Longface Coffee Hooves. Blackjack and Yogurt uh, with Barrel jump on Longface Coffee Hooves. Uh, do you guys get on your horses? Yes. Yeah. And... Uh, Blackjack and Yogurt are like, okay, oh, let's go, let's go! Uh, where's Zippy, by the way? Yeah, where is he? Yeah, he's gone missing. We got separated in the castle, and we haven't seen him since. I'm starting to be, what? I'm starting to get concerned. Well, we'll have to figure that out after this. Let's go! And they ride, uh, and you guys storm out, and you still don't see anybody. Um, but you're riding as hard as you can, and you're kind of confused at the same time. You're like, there's no threat here. Like, we don't need to go so fast. But as you're going across the farmland, uh, all of a sudden, through the sides, just out of nowhere, you start seeing horses come in, and they're chasing oh you. Gosh. These black hooded individuals are just galloping on various <gasps> horses. You see about eight horsemen coming, four from the left, four from the right, and they're slowly coming from the sides. They're basically uh, at the same pace as you, but they're quite a ways off to the oh, sides, no. but they're closing in. And we're going to cut to Zippy. Ooh. Zippy, you wake up. 
from your unconsciousness. You didn't dream because you were knocked out. <laughs> oh dear. All these dreams I've been having. I was I dreamed I was in this terrible staircase that just seemed like was totally designed to see me fail. <laughs> <laughs> you hear a voice of God say, "You put yourself there." <laughs> Uh, non-canon, non-canon. Wait, wait, um, where am I? Why does my head hurt so much? You look around, and um, you see you're tied up in a chair right now. Your hands are tied behind your back, and your legs are tied to the to this like the, the legs of this chair. Uh, and you're in this wet cave. You see, like, you're just on kind of like the platform of rocks, and there's waves kind of rushing in. You're in like a cave near the sea. Um, and you're just tied up there and it's dripping and you don't see anybody around you, but you see there's different like passageways near you, uh, and some light coming off some of those passageways, but you do see somebody else is in the chair just directly opposite from you also tied up and they're sleeping. Um, hello? What's, what's your name? I'm sleep. I'm, I'm sleeping. Leave me alone. Could you tell me where, where we are? I don't know. If I knew, I wouldn't be here. I assume we're near the sea. Uh, I don't remember how I got here. Uh, I really, Same. I really need to meet my f- my friends Darian and Normandy. <laughs> weird names. Yeah, they are a bit weird. That goes with the names. Uh, well, let's start with introductions then. My name's Sippy Westboro. I'm from the Bramble Patch, and. Uh, well, I'm new to this whole area here. I grew up there my whole life, but I'm looking for, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, like an adventure. Uh, and this certainly has brought me onto a, a nice little adventure here that we're beside the water, it looks like. Uh, that's very nice, because I grew up in an area where there wasn't really a sea or anything. So all I really know is, you know, grass and land and... Uh, you know, carrots, really. That's what I specialize in. You see, I'm from the Westboro clan, and, and we, uh, we just, we make He's carrots. He's slowly starting to sleep again. <laughs> oh, I, I see that you're having trouble keeping your eyes open. Do, would you like me to talk so- louder? Sorry, I, I was hooked in for the first part. I thought it was a, such a well-prepared and practiced introduction, but then I kind of started dozing off. My apologies. I'm very tired. Well, all you need to know is my name is Zippy Westboro, and I'm going to become god of this world. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that would never happen. <laughs> hey, you'll follow your dreams, I No, suppose. that's not my dream. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I guess introductions for me. Uh, my name's uh, Colm Alvaro. And as soon as he says that... You hear some steps coming, some big steps, and you see this big bearded Goliath come with the Loxodon that knocked you out, uh, Zippy. And he's just like, These boys uh, found you, you little rabbit. Or should I say rat? (laughs) We're going to have fun together, boys. We're going to have so much fun. And we're going to end the episode there. (laughs) 